Good morning. Everybody, I'm very pleased to welcome on two fighting game legends to the podcast. First of all, I'd like to welcome on Mr. Long Island Joe. How you doing, Joe? What's going on, Eris? All right, man. And I'd also like to welcome on Mr. Arturo Sanchez. How you doing, brother? How you doing, sir? Glad Arturo, to have you on the show. Arturo Sanchez. Legend, dude. I'm very Arturo happy. Sanchez. Strong Island. <laughs> Oh, man, this is going to be a fun interview. I can already tell because I have half of a boner right now. <laughs> I know it's going to be fun. But I brought you guys on today because recently there's been some interesting conversations going on about Mortal Kombat. Now, um, in case the people listening don't know, uh, Long Island Joe is a Mortal Kombat legend. And Arturo Sanchez is a budding Mortal Kombat legend. Is a soon-to-be. Right, exactly. But is currently a fighting game legend. Yes. So, so what I want to do is, you guys are both from the East Coast, and the, the conversations that have been coming up is kind of about how popular the game is, whether or not it's dying, and how it's doing competitively uh, on both coasts. So one of the first things I want to talk to you guys about is I want to hear... Uh, how the game is doing, in your opinion, on the East Coast, uh, as far as competitively. Now, I'll start with you, Joe. Um, I haven't really heard too much from you since the PDP tournament. Uh, are you still playing heavily, and how, how is the scene looking in your area? Oh, well, I played, last time I played, honestly, after PDP, I kind of, I spent a whole lot of time on MK, like, before PDP, like, a whole lot of time. I was, there were, like, sessions at uh, uh, this place in Long Island, like, a little comic shop, and everyone was playing Marvel and Super, and I was, no joke, sitting by myself at the screen playing MK. Okay. You know, no one else really wanted to play with me. There was, like, one or two people that tried it out that were like, eh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But no one else was really playing with me. So I remember I played I played that game. Like, I came home and I just played, getting ready for a PDP. I played the right. game a lot. But, uh, I mean, the last time I played with Kenshi, I downloaded Kenshi because I, I used to use Kenshi when the first when he first came out in uh, Deadly Alliance. So I wanted to try him out. But then once I heard that he wasn't going to be allowed in EVO, I was like, oh, fuck, that's not going to pick this character no more. Right. So I, I haven't really played the game too competitively since maybe a little bit after PDP. I really enjoy playing Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I, I I was playing like a lot of Marvel. I didn't play it a lot when uh you know like upcoming to PDP. I didn't right. play Super either, and I hated Super, so I really didn't play Super at all. Okay. So I was just kind of playing like a lot of Marvel, and then when uh, AE came out, now I kind of play a little bit more AE than Marvel, and a little bit more than that than MK. So in all honesty, I haven't played that much. I did mess around with Kenshi when he first came out, but you know there's no one over here that wants to play anyway. You know. So, so what's it's, your it's what's your sucks. what's your reasoning? I mean, I didn't expect you to not be playing Mortal Kombat, to be honest. So what's your reasoning for not playing? I just think it's where I live and no one else is really, you know, down to play. Everyone over here always wants to play AE. There's a couple of Marvel players that play, but everybody over here wants to play AE. Okay. Um, 
It's just I, your local competition, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's just a local competition. Arturo can tell you firsthand, I never, ever play online. I live in, the, like, a dungeon That's under a house. Man, dude. Yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe has really bad internet. Yeah. And not only that, like, because he's in Long Island, like, it's it, it's pretty much like being, like, in a different state, basically. Mm, I see. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, I wanted to ask uh, Art pretty much the same question. I mean... I know you've been playing the game relatively steadily, and you haven't really stopped playing the way Joe has, but are you seeing kind of like a trend, like what Joe's explaining? Like, people play it a lot at first, but they're kind of dropping off. How are things looking in your area? Um, well, uh, well, like, I've always had the opinion that as far as, far as local tournaments go, that, like, um, the turnout um, wasn't too great, but in major tournaments, um, that's, really, um, that's really where it's popping. It hasn't really... It, it hasn't really shown that like it's dying in major tournaments yet. But as far as my local, as far as my local scene goes, see like New York is New York City area is kind of different from Long Island. Like I yeah, said before, it's, it's, you it's, might as well it's very different. You might as well treat them like two separate scenes, kind of, kind of like New York and New Jersey per se, right? Okay. Now I thought now like now I thought it was kind of like dying at first, like especially like once Arcade Edition dropped and mm-hmm. and, and like the PC version came out and everything and. Everybody was all focusing on it, like you know, like there's SBO qualifiers and all and whatnot. But, but, but like, but I actually turned out to be wrong. It's like, um, actually, like the, the local scene, like in New York City, like is actually growing a lot. Like, um, like be, besides the um, Valley Stream Monsters guys, Phil, like in, in Nassau, like I, I know you've watched his streams all right. the time and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. There's also like um the eight bit and up tournaments run by um run by Fire and Bifuteki that they, they do the stream for it, like um every week or two and actually like um the, the last tournament i went to there had like about like um 20 or 25 people more or less so so uh, so, so like so i'm not quite ready to say it's dead and a good number of the players that were there at that tournament are people that i've never seen before and okay. the guy that beat me like it's like i actually got second in that tournament the guy that beat me he was a cabal player and and, and like I had no idea who he was, and like his and like he was like some guy named Eric or whatever, and <laughs> he lives like 15 minutes away from me in Astoria, and really? he was at East Coast, yeah, he was wow. at East Coast Throwdown, and he got ninth place, so he tied with me and Tom Brady. Oh, so like there's wow. actually so, so, so like it's so, like I'm not ready to say that the scene is completely completely dead yet, and I also found out recently that um Josh 360 like I'm, I know Long Island Joe knows who he is. Yeah, and Josh actually wanted to yeah, play me. Played. Yeah, he wanted to play me at. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who Goba Love is. He's a dude from Long Island. Plays Marvel Two. Plays low tier Marvel Two. He um he was at his house and he was like, yeah, Josh wants to play you in MK. I was like, Josh plays MK. What? Yeah, jo- <laughs> yeah. Josh apparently lives like really right next to Crazy Dominicans, so they play all the time. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. So, what, from what I can tell, it seems like. On the East Coast, a lot of the notable players who are at least semi-reputable in other games are giving Mortal Kombat a legitimate shot. Am I right to say that? Yeah, I think 50, so. 50, 50, I think it's 50-50, to be honest. Because like there are because there are a lot of players who really want this game to die really badly. And those yeah. are the people that don't play. It's, ha- it's half and half. That's really interesting. That's another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, in, in, in the topic of the east coast and and the reputable players that are playing over there it's interesting because i think there's a really bad misconception 
in the Mortal Kombat community that on the West Coast, certain players are really supporting or playing Mortal Kombat heavily. Like, a lot of the time when there's an argument about, oh, you know, there aren't that many smart players playing Mortal Kombat, which is what I personally think. Um, the defense of the Mortal Kombat community is, oh, Justin Wong and Flo and all these great players from the West Coast are playing. But the reality of it is that these players are brilliant fighting game players, but they are not playing Mortal Kombat. I mean, I've been to every Wednesday Night Fights, I've entered every weekly in SoCal, and I've gone to other local tournaments as well, and neither of them, or any of the other reputable non-Tekken and non-Mortal Kombat players, none of them go to any of these. I mean, there is no competition in Southern California. It's just the diehard Mortal Kombat players and some of the, like, Tekken players who are interested in Mortal Kombat. So I think that's one thing that is kind of an illusion that came out from the PvP tournament, that there's a lot of these players that are really smart uh, fighting game players that are playing. And at least on the West Coast, I feel like there is almost nobody playing as far as reputable fighting game players. So I think... Go ahead. What, what would you categorize online Tony like in, in there? I get the attitude from him that he doesn't. He's only playing because he's winning. Now I don't want to speak for him, but I get that attitude from him. I mean, he he almost kind of says it when he's when he's talking to me because we talk a lot of uh, strat and we talk to each other and like you know he's a he's an he's a rarity. You know, like generally speaking, there just isn't really that many uh, people on the West Coast. Or at, I've talked to NorCal players too. Like I was just talking to Emphy, uh, you know, Mr. Naps, and he's yeah. re- he was really into Mortal Kombat too. But he's like, you know, there's not really anyone to play, you know. So it's kind of like dying in NorCal too. And he was saying, I don't know how Michelangelo got so good because there's no one up here to play, you know. So I'm really confused. Like I, it seems like the game is extremely strong on the East Coast where a lot of people are playing, and you know, you guys are able to pull numbers. But then it's just really dwindling here on the west coast i think it's on life support on the west coast uh do you guys have any idea why that might be i'm gonna say all like the other games that are out and like you know i said before you got ae you got sbo qualifiers that just happened i know it happened over there in cali and it's coming over here i think it just gets it gets overlooked by the more i guess uh uh i don't even know what to call the other games i want to say popular but i I don't want to use that word Yeah, I guess like the more general game, the games that everybody knows, you know, and MK has a uh, a pretty shitty history, you know, even yeah. like the older ones. Yeah. So it has a pretty shitty history. So that's why I think a lot of people players don't want to even give it a chance anyway, because they automatically generalize it to be, you know, the other 3D shitty MK games. Right. And then they're like, why am I going to play this shit when I can play another shitty game? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. What do you think, Art? Um, like... I think it's I think like one of the reasons why I mean I wouldn't say like it's alive and I want to say like it's alive and well on the East Coast like it's definitely not Street Fighter but I think the main differences between East Coast and West Coast and as far as scenes go like um you have a lot of the old guard like um especially like um a lot of the test your might moderators based in New York New Jersey and yeah. Yeah. they're pretty much yeah I mean they're pretty much determined to keep the scene alive i mean yeah. i know you watch valley stream yeah, every week yeah. those guys i want to i want to shout those guys out man those guys are die hard hardcore man yeah like, are, are yeah. you know dude those guys are going yeah in. i know yeah i know they're very they're very dedicated like yeah. um they're very dedicated and personal and um and actually like um 
as far as the New York City scene goes, um, the, the main guys that are keeping it alive, like from from um, Chocolate Lemon and Eight Bitten Up guys, those guys are not even really like part of the fighting game scene. They're Mortal Kombat players that are working on their own to help the scene grow. Yeah, that's really so, like, interesting. I think it's kind of like an anomaly, per se. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's also the case. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think that's also the case, too. I mean, you know, it feels like here on the West Coast, you know, uh, the game came out. It was really popular. It was like, I mean, the first few weeks, even the first month, we had like 55-man weeklies for Mortal Kombat. I mean, it yeah, was popular. And, you know, people like Combo Fiend, people, you know, really good players of all fighting games, Tekken, you know, Marvel, everyone was just really interested in the game. And it just seems like one by one, they just left. They left one after another. And now, you know, Tekken can pull stronger numbers than Mortal Kombat. And that's pathetic because Tekken's been out for months, years already, yeah. two years plus. So, you know, I feel like that shouldn't be happening. And I personally, I've, I've complained about my gripes with the game. And, you know, that's that's irrelevant. My personal gripes with the game are, are not uh, the point here. The point is that I enjoy playing it or else I wouldn't play it. And it just seems like nobody really gives a shit anymore about this game. It's just like nobody really cares. And I, I think it's probably because the people that do care are so few that the people that don't care think, well, I might as well play a game that's going to be worth worthwhile. And, I mean, I personally thought when Mortal Kombat came out, this was going to be my opportunity to play the people that I've made friends with who play games that I don't play. Like, you know, let's say, you know, you, Art, Joe, you guys are not Tekken players, you know. Um, all these different Capcom players out there, I thought that they were going to get into it. But it really looks like nobody at least on the West Coast, is even giving Mortal Kombat a try anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I, 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 go ahead. That's pretty crazy. I mean, con considering, I mean, you know that um, Crazy Bone and Wonder Chef both got sponsored by VVV Gaming, right? Right, yeah, I heard yeah. about that. Mm -hmm, yeah, it just happened. So, I mean, that's surprising to see, especially <laughs> considering that they got sponsored. And, you know, like, I pretty much consider, like, Chef and those guys to be kind of like the ambassadors for West Coast MK. Because I'm always seeing their names and the results. I'm always seeing them trying to organize, get people out and stuff like that, even though I don't know them too well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't personally know them too closely either. I just, you know, met them recently, and they've been at a few tournaments. Um, I don't, you know, keeping it real, I don't really know anything about VVV Gaming, and I don't know how legit it is, and I don't know what basis... Um, people get sponsored by these days, you know, it's really hard to know the inside logistics of this stuff, but, mm -hmm. you know, 16-man weeklies, not even weeklies, 16-man just tournaments, you know, that's no good, man, I, I, I don't know what the deal is with that, that that doesn't cut it in my eyes, you know, um, and if, if it's only going to get worse after EVO, you know, that's really, like, just unacceptable yeah, to me. I really hope, yeah. I really hope not, like, I think that EVO is going to be, like, the true test, like, um, of the game. Yeah. Of, like, how well it holds up. Be be because even though, like, you know, like, I mean, despite all the problems, it, like, e Evo is still going to be really hyped for MK anyway, because it's going to be the first time that everybody's in the same place. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Now, that's the golden question, and I want to ask mm -hmm. each of you this. Um, do you feel like, I'll start with you, Art, do you feel like Mortal Kombat will die after Evo? Um... 50-50, like, um, you see, like, I, I mean, because I live in New York, it's, like, my my perception of it, like, might be, like, a little bit biased, but 
I mean, like, I, I mean, my background on it is I'm as coming from somebody that does not like AE at all and does enjoy MK9. Mm-hmm. I feel that it's gonna die, like if if people let it die. Like if people keep saying that like it's gonna die, and nobody plays, then nobody's gonna play. Now, however, if people make a conscious effort to do something about it, then it's gonna live. But it's not gonna be. It's definitely not gonna be easy to say the least. Not at all. Okay, Joe, what do you think? Uh, I'm just gonna go by history and even the past couple a couple of months. I mean, we were all playing MK for PDP. You know, yeah. I mean? like you said, you had you know like Flo was playing and Justin right. was playing and all these other people were playing, and then after that, it just kind of died out. Right. So I'm I'm honestly gonna unfortunately expect the same thing to happen at evo like maybe there'll be like a you know a good abundance of people who try to play and then it's just gonna die out again that's that's what i kind of see happening with the thing is i don't think any any you know there's gonna be no top player in other game that's gonna help keep the game alive and that sucks just like art saying it's gonna be a whole separate scene trying to like pick the game up out of the dirt and make it stay pop you know like make it stay popular you know because no one's gonna make a conscious effort like you know, like Justin or like Flo or like very very well known players are going to make a conscious effort to keep the game alive. Right. So it's going to be you know it's going to be someone who's going to have to make a name for themselves in MK and then bring the game out of the dirt and then say everyone don't forget about this game you know. So but I don't know. I'm yeah. kind of with Art. It's kind of up in the air right now. But Evo will be the will be the test. Yeah, I think it's important to remember for the people who actually do really want the game to live that no one person. Can. There's no, like, Messiah fucking, you know, Justin Wong that's going to save the game, you know? Yes, Everyone absolutely. has to work together if you're interested in keeping this game alive. Now, I know there's a lot of games out there that I couldn't care less about, like Arcano Hearts and Melty <laughs> Blood and all this stuff. I mean, I've never even heard of this shit, and people are into it. And to me, from my... Uh, perspective these games don't even really exist to me i mean they're just like unimportant you know because they're not taken seriously by the majority and you know i think if mortal kombat you know nobody's gonna kill mortal kombat there's always those mortal kombat players that hate my guts when i oh i make one little complaint about the game and they're like well eris didn't say fucking mortal kombat is the best game ever he's an asshole <laughs> fuck this guy yeah. you know? so nah. those are the guys that are gonna keep the game alive no matter what but when i say alive i mean taken seriously by the majority of the fighting game community and that you know i don't know if that's gonna happen after evil unfortunately I, I mean, well, the stance Evo seems to be taking on it stream-wise, I mean, as you probably already know, it, it seems that Super and AE are going to have their own stream, yeah. and all the other games are pretty much just going to eat a dick and be, like, on off-cast stream, yeah. more or less. Well, not not to say that off-cast stream is, like, no, the No, off-cast is, go- off-cast is godlike. Yeah, yeah straight godlike. up. Straight up. And, you know, nothing to do with his stream quality or anything. Like, he's actually one of the best streamers, like, ha- hands down. I personally think so, too. And, by the way, I wanted to congratulate you and the rest of Team Spooky for uh, nailing this gig. I don't know how much of a pain in the ass it is for you. I'm sure it's kind of bittersweet, but I know it's a lot of work. But that's really cool that you guys nailed that Evo gig. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, man. I thanks. think I think that needed to happen because, you know, I, I'm always against, you know, all these major sponsorships and all these major tournaments going too corporate. And I feel like you guys are, you know, you guys are from the streets. So you guys are <laughs> <laughs> all the streets. <laughs> I, res- I respect the streets. Definitely. You got to, dude. You got to or you'll get cut. 
So um, yeah, I'm I'm very uh, I'm very happy about that. But yeah, I mean that's that's true. The the offcast stream is gonna get you know Tekken and Mortal Kombat, and I'm kind of surprised about that. But we'll see how the turnout is. I mean, I I have a few bets going about the turnout at Evo, and I mean I've heard about the Tekken turnout, and I heard it's pretty good. You know, like much higher than I expected. So, I'm curious, what do you guys think Mortal Kombat will get? Um, okay, like, okay, like, if Super gets, like, more than 2,000, which it will, mm-hmm. then I'm thinking MK would get, like, okay, off the top of my head, I'm guessing 500. That's exact, that's exact, I swear on everything I love, that's the exact number I was gonna say. Yeah, that's, and that's what, that's what my bet is, too. Yeah, because, like, if majors are getting, you know, you get, like, oh, you know, you get, like, one, 150, you know what I mean, 120 or whatever, I'm gonna say Evo brings, like, 500 or something like that. All right. I agree with Art 100%. All right, for the sake of betting, I will bet both of you guys $1 that it's gonna get less than 400. <laughs> really? <laughs> Well, today is the last day to register. That's well, nobody's yeah. gonna hear this in time to register. Yeah. <laughs> I sure as shit, I'm not gonna edit this by today. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly think, like, I, you know, being optimistic, I think it'll pull 500. But, you know, I don't, I don't know if it will because if you think about this, when Tekken Six, at Tekken Six's first Evo, which was last year, I feel like the Tekken community in america was stronger than the mortal kombat community is in america now and tekken 6 only pulled i think 260 last year so i don't know how Tekken has a huge tekken has a huge history though it has a huge history going back forever and a good history a positive one not a negative one so do you think that mortal kombat will be able to pull 500 players with a bad history and with a dwindling tournament scene while Tekken 6 pulled only 260 with a poppin' tournament scene and a good history is what I'm saying. Um, I mean, you make good arguments for, for both sides. Yeah, but that is a very good argument. Yeah, I mean, that. very it, good. it's good arguments on both sides, but I'm going to pull the optimist card here and say because Evo is growing, I mean, listening to... um. The latest live on three podcast was Slasher and Ponder. Like he was mm-hmm. talking about, he was really excited about the numbers, and he wasn't giving out too much, but he was pretty much saying that everything like jumped in numbers. So yeah, I'm like I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for the best. All right, I hear that. Yeah, I I really want to be optimistic too. I mean, as I said, I have a bunch of complaints about the game myself, which I will get into in a little bit. But I really want the game to do well because you know I'm fucking sick and tired of Ryu and Ken. You know, that's just how I feel. <laughs> I, I really that. like Super Street Fighter Four, and I don't know that much about AE, but I really enjoyed watching and learning about Super Street Fighter Four. And as much as I don't like playing marvel i really like watching it man that shit is exciting dude. People, <laughs> yeah so marvel is definitely fun to watch yeah man. dude any any game that draws that kind of emotion out of people and oh man i love it dude i, I can't stop watching filipino champ calling people faggots and shit yes <laughs> dude get so mad dude that is the best I, you can't beat that or marn looking so devastated when he loses i mean that that just makes me just put, that puts like a grinch smile across my face you know so so, but I mean, I just I want Mortal Kombat to do well. And yeah. and it, go ahead. What were you saying? No, nah, like I'm, I mean, I think in order for Mortal Kombat to do well, it's like you know they need to develop like th- their own rivalries, their own history, and like um their their, their own grudge matches, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's like b- basically like since the Mortal Kombat community is overall pretty new to competitive fighting games, it's like they're still 
they're still green when it comes to like you know when, when it comes to doing that kind of stuff. I mean, granted, like there are people in Ultimate Mortal Kombat that have been around for a while and know what the deal is. Yeah. But like, but like they're, they're coming from a community that like um okay, UMK three pretty much died like ten years ago, and these yeah. guys brought it back right now. It got to the point where they were getting like 32 players like at big tournaments, mm-hmm. which isn't a lot compared to the real games. But you know, for a dead game like Ultimate Mortal Kombat three, like that's great, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, like now, the mentality, like I think that they have, like I mean, now, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. I feel that if you're coming from somebody that's running UMK three tournaments, every single player is important. Every single player, yes, like they don't want to lose, they don't want to lose anybody or DQ anybody. Yeah. So you know, when you go from that to like what MK nine is at majors, 150 people plus, there's gonna be some growing pains. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I I hear you, man. Uh, so, so, so yeah, so yeah, so like I definitely think like um there's work that needs to be done, but I mean, it you know, depends. Like so, something that's interesting that you said is that you're saying that this is kind of I guess what you're saying is that this is kind of the first their first shot at the big time. You know, like this is the first Mortal Kombat that's being taken seriously at Evolution, and I agree that this is you know I kind of feel like um. This is where their legacy has to begin. Like, if people, if they're going to succeed, if Mortal Kombat is going to become a legitimate fighting game for the future, everyone kind of has to ignore the shit that happened before Mortal Kombat 9 because it's nothing but bad. Like, yeah. even, <laughs> even Ultimate Mortal Kombat, which I know in some patches in the United States was considered, uh, you know, a decently competitive game, you know, you got to be realistic here. The, the, the whole of the competitive scene worldwide, I mean, come on, what, what is, nobody's ever even heard of Ultimate Mortal Kombat as a competitive game, you know, it's, it's in the ranks of, like, you know, DOA and other games, which I personally think are terrible games, you know, so, and I know I'm gonna get a ton of hate for this from Ultimate Mortal Kombat players, but it, I don't, you know, as everyone should know by now, I don't give a shit, you know, the, I'm being realistic here, and, it just, I think everyone needs to leave all that shit behind, all the history behind Mortal Kombat, and consider Mortal Kombat 9 just the first attempt at a legitimate tournament-worthy fighting game. And uh, speaking of which, I want to ask you guys, the game's been out for a while, and we kind of know how it works now, and we've learned a little bit about it. What is your opinion on the way the game is functioning as a general level, not character specific? I'll start with you, Joe. All right, we're just ta- so we're just pretty much talking gripes right now. Either, I mean, you know, yeah. e- either. How do you feel like the game has panned out, and and what do you think they did wrong? What do you think they did right, and you know, things of that sort. Well, I think they had really good ideas with the game. You know what I mean? Like, I really like the uh, the meter management in the game is really good, mm-hmm. and I, I really I, I think it, that you don't really see that very often. Well, not very often, but as as important as it is in that game, you know, like to use your meter, to use the breaker, do I use the x-ray? You know, I really like the way the meter man pans out. You know, you use the breaker in the corner, keep the guy in the corner. You know, is it is it worth keeping the guy in the corner, you know, to break him, to keep him in the corner, all other kinds of stuff. I really like that aspect of the game. I really like the way the game looks. I like the music. MK always has good music and good sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like the way the game sounds, but just the way they, they uh, the lack of information sent out from the company you know, like how there's no such thing as like frame data right. or like stuff like that. Like, what do you mean there's no such thing as frame data? So yeah. what did you guys do? 
You guys <laughs> just, you know, picked it out of a hat and said, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. You know, like that, that's just, I, I don't, <laughs> I just don't understand like how certain things get overlooked like that. And, you know, like that kind of stuff bothers me. Um, I mean, there's like a lot of, a lot of stuff like the hitbox collisions kind of annoy me a little bit. I don't like how you can't pick a way to get up, how you can only just wait to get up. That really annoys me too. I remember saying that in, in, in the, the, um, what was the demo? Demo was like the, the E3 build or whatever. But even when I played that, I was like, why can't I pick what side I'm getting up on? So I, I, I have to stay there. I can only go this way. Like that kind of annoys me. I don't like, you know, like the invincible wake up moves and all other kinds of stuff. But Interesting. I, I, I don't know. That's a lot of complaints, man. Those are like each one of those is like we can have a whole conversation about each one of those. So generally speaking, like to be blunt, are you displeased with the outcome of Mortal Kombat 9? <laughs> Now be careful. I, Some Mortal Kombat players might listen to this, and they may yeah, hate your yeah. guts. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm gonna get hated either way. I Don't guess. be a bitch, uh, dude. Not, not like the Mortal Kombat <laughs> players like Joe because he plays Ultimate. Well, in that case, <laughs> I Ultimate. Do like Ultimate. I do like Ultimate a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. In that case, the, be a man and say exactly how you feel about the game. Be honest. Uh, no, I'll be honest. And I've been honest. I think from the start. I think it's it's the best thing that's come out since Ultimate. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a good game. Okay. Like, I, I, I do like playing it. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like when Art w- was here, when me and Art did the stream from a house with Spooky, I had fun playing Art. Okay. You know, fun. like, like, like I do, and I do have fun somewhat playing the, playing the game, somewhat with you know, like at a higher level. But there's no way I'm gonna come home and turn on a Mortal Kombat and practice my combos by myself, or okay. you know, like try to learn a new character or anything like that. I just, I don't know, just certain things I just don't really. I, I don't know. I like I, I'd rather play Marvel, you know, and I, I feel like that's how a lot of other people look at it. Like they're like, why am I gonna play this when I can play AE or I can play, you know, Marvel or, or whatever. But I do think the game deserves a shot from everybody in every community, and just not don't worry about the history and pick the game up for yourself, and don't have you know don't pick it up with the mindset that you and your friend are gonna make fun of how the game works. You know, pick it up with someone that kind of knows what they're doing and you know like break it down alongside them you know what i mean to figure it out so let you make the decision if you like the game don't let the history decide if you like the game and that's what yeah. i think a lot of people do uh, yeah I, I i kind of agree with you on uh, most point most points uh what about you art um well, well like uh, i do share a lot of the gripes that um joe has but it's like it's like my gripes my gripes are a little bit different like um i'm not gonna get into the i mean of course everybody knows the fact that you know they marketed this game Towards competitive players, and you know, like, um, there's no training mode. There's no really good training mode, and whatnot. But yeah, I forgot, that's I forgot about that. I forgot that's about that. has been beat to death. So yeah. yeah. So, so so like talking about besides that, I mean, I, I mean, like, I do like keep in mind, I do like the game, but my gripes with it are like, um, for example, the fact that there's no draw games. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, let me let me pause you right there, Art. Let me just pause you because this is so ridiculous to me. When two people do the same exact move at the same exact time, who wins? I don't know. Why? I, I've been try I've been trying to figure this out. Like especially because I play Reptile, so you know I've been playing like like I've been playing like a lot of mirrors. And I've been trying to figure out who wins during like an elbow rush. Let me I give can't you. Figure it out. Let me give you what I've heard <laughs> and what I've tested. What I've heard is that. Of course, there are no trades in the game, so one person gets priority. The way the game decides who gets priority, I've heard, is at the beginning of every match, 
It's decided, and it's random. But yeah, that's what people have been saying. See how the how could you even? Oh my god! Can you can believe you that? Said that. Yeah. Can you believe that? I mean, what the, and, what and, the and, hell is going on? Yeah. It's still it's still not documented though. Like right. we don't know 100. percent This is all hearsay. We don't know right. for sure. Nobody yeah. For, for all we know, for all we know, first attack could give you that priority. Who knows? I mean, there's no way to know, or it could be completely random. You know, this is why when I say this is not a good competitive fighting game. This is why. I mean, dude, that's what, that's what that's what I agree a hundred percent, dude. Like, how do you how do you gear this game towards these kind of players, but don't give them what they need to make it that sort of game? Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm, I mean, like, I, I certainly wish there was trading in the system and the oh, game God. didn't arbitrarily. Well, well not arbitrarily because we don't know how it works, but at least unknown to us, like you know, decide a winner. You both do a move at the same time, like that. That, that I don't like, but I do like the meter management, though. Yeah, I like how that. Yeah, like that's very good. I like how the projectile game works. Like I yeah, think I like that, that like, too. I like that. Yeah. How they, they just yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think that like they they managed to um keep zoning in the game like but but you know keep it different from Street Fighter. So they really took a different yeah. direction with that. I so agree. like that's something that I really do like. I don't like the fact that um that you can't see like um that you can't see the arms kind of like teching for throw breaks. So okay. it's a pure guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I forgot um, about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I feel that uh, I feel that if you're gonna make it a 50-50, kind of make it like Tekken, where you can see the arms, or just make it like Street Fighter with like a large door break window. I don't know, but I just don't like the way how it is now. That's interesting, cause uh, I mean I played Soul Calibur a lot. Um, and isn't isn't Soul Calibur the same thing to the A or B throwing? Just kind of yeah, to you guess? just guess, and the only thing that gives you like tips you to which one to break is, is the corner, right? When yeah, you're on the edge. Yeah. yeah, the ring or positioning in general, and I think that might be what they were going for, but it doesn't really pan out that way in competitive gameplay. But anyway, go on, Art. What else? What else do you uh, have to say about it? Um, but but yeah, but yeah, like I mean, like I don't like the throw. I don't like the throw breaking in, in the game. But I do like the throw system. Like I like the fact that throws are throws like are still really useful. Like I feel like that's kind of underlooked. Like I feel like that's kind of underlooked. Like in a lot of fighting games, like you know having, ha- like you know having throws still be like a huge threat. Yeah. Um. What else? What else? What else? Uh, but but yeah, like um, pr- pretty much my pretty much like my gripes are. The same as Joe. It's like I like to see like better like hitbox collision because, especially like uh, when I do like a lot of moves in the corner and I do corner pressure, like it's very inconsistent with um with how moves work. It's like sometimes they'll be in the corner and I'll do a move and then randomly like I'll fall out of the corner stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I agree with a lot of the things you guys are saying. I mean, the, the, the thing, the problems that I have with this game are things that cannot be fixed with a patch. Um, yeah, you can't, yeah, you yeah. can't fix these with a patch. Yeah. They're just core problems. The one, the biggest thing, the biggest problem I have is the trading hits thing. I mean, that is just atrocious to me because what ends up happening is, let's say something is zero on block. If you're trying to test if it's zero on block, you will never get a trade so you will never really know if it's zero on block or if it's the variable frame data problem because that's another thing i hate about the game i heard that this game has variable frame data and it it uh, is dependent on when your opponent blocks and releases block so what ends up happening is let's say i do a single jab just totally randomly pulling a move out of the sky a single jab right that jab can be plus one zero or minus one depending on what my opponent did that's how this game works. So, you know, that is crazy to me. You know, that's just 
the more variables you're putting into a game, the less tournament worthy it is in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And you know that's a major problem. Um, and the third major problem in my eyes is that they used uh, 3D hit detection in a 2D game. So the way the hit detection, collision detection works in the game is the way it works in Tekken, except it's a 2D game. So what ends up happening is you get all these weird hitbox issues where, you know, a down three is going under a jump in and you're using lows for anti-airs and, like, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. obscure. Yeah. And, and It has, yeah, it has a lot of phantom hitboxes. It even has, like, yeah. crushes and shit from Tekken, which yeah, exactly. is kind of... Which kind of doesn't make sense, like, for this game? Not at all. This is yeah. not a 3D game. It's a 2D yeah. game, and it needs hitboxes. And hitboxes are important because they're reliable. I mean, you can always... Even the ridiculous ones that everyone talks shit about, like, you know, Wolverine's dive kick or fucking Yun's palm or whatever, at least they're consistent. You it's know, very consistent. Every it's time, very... it's going to do the same thing. But in, in Mortal Kombat, the problem is it's totally reliant on the size of the characters, the size of their limbs, and the positioning where they're in. And that is just, for a 2D game, it just does not function well. It, it's really bad. And those are the gripes I have with the game. And there are, there are things about this game that I think are really good. And regardless of all that shit talking I do, I think it's really fun still. I still yeah. play it. I still support it, and I think it's really fun. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to get it confused. Cause I'm sure someone's gonna be like, "Oh, I heard you on the podcast while you playing this game at Evo." I'm sure I'm gonna have to defend myself somewhere along the line. But yeah, just like the gripes that everyone else has, I do support the game like 100%. I want everyone to try the game because MK is a game that I played first. Like, yeah, I played Street Fighter 2 and whatever, mm-hmm. but the first game I took competitively was MK. So I want nothing more than to see the game succeed and draw big numbers and be popular at EVO 2012. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, I do think the game is fun to play, but we all have our gripes, and I would just, you know, I'd rather be playing something else, because every, that's what everyone else is here doing. So who the hell am I going to play here by myself? So, yeah, that's really interesting that yeah. that's your stance on the game. I mean, I personally am kind of more abrasive when it comes to things like that, like, if a game's dead, because, you know, like, I have a background in Soul Calibur, and I I really loved Soul Calibur 2, but I'm not going to be like, you know, I want to support Soul Calibur if they keep pumping out these horseshit games, you know? Mm-hmm. Fuck Soul Calibur. If they want to keep making these shitty games, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm optimistic about the new one, but I'm not going to support a, a, a franchise that has just gone, you know, downhill, you know? But it seems like you yourself... You have, like, this really interesting middle ground stance on the game where, like, you don't want to play it, but you're supporting it. Uh, wh- what's up with that? I don't want to put you on blast, but what the fuck? No, 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 that's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> it's, it's totally cool. Yeah, an Aris sniffing shit, yo. <laughs> <laughs> what's up with that, dude? I, I think it's more about the fact that there's no one here to play. Yeah. Like I, I'm telling you, like I have when I say nobody to play, there's there's nobody. No, to I, play. I know how you. I, I know how you I, feel, man. I, I I either have to play on a shitty connection that Ark can vouch for. Yeah. Or or I have really to, <laughs> or or I have to drive, you know, an hour and a half to play the game. Or I can make a phone call and everyone can come here and we can play Marvel or we can play AE. Yeah. You know, like, it, it's it's. And it, the game also has like a really a, like a super soft spot to me because like I said the game there I I will put I mean I'll say it all day if there was no MK1 I would definitely not be the person that I am right now yeah like that is the reason why I went to the arcade was to play MK1 like yeah I I like Street Fighter but 
MK1 was the reason why I went to the arcade, and then MK2 came out. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? I want to play this game all day. Yeah. And then when 3 came out, I was like, oh, shit, awesome. And then when they made other games, like KI, like KI came out and Primal Rage came out, and I was like, oh, this is great. It's Mortal Kombat with dinosaurs. This is the best <laughs> game ever. That sounds mad gay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just have like a really big sauce no, and, I, and I totally I, I understand think, what you're saying man and I think this is like the best chance the game has since like ultimate so that's yeah. why I'm kind of like like I want people to try and don't let the other shitty games be like oh MK sucks because look at this this shit this is a, at least a, a decent a decent shot you know like we all have our gripes but it's the best that they've done in like well, I don't know how long, 10 years or something, more than that. Like yeah, but you know what, dude? I got to say that that's not a good argument, man. Come on. Uh, What's well, not a good argument? The, 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 I agree with you on the, the competition thing because I have no competition here either, and it's very uh, hard to keep the drive of winning in a game that there's nobody to play. I mean, I live in the middle of SoCal, in the middle of L.A. County. There, I've never played a fighting game in my life that I had to travel fucking 30 miles to play someone. That's preposterous. There's three arcades that are like five minutes from my house. I've never... I, I, all I have to do is fucking, you know, do a bird call out my window and I have three people that want to play me in any fighting game. You know? So, uh, to me, it's ridiculous that there's no competition. And on that note, I really agree with you. But when you say that Mortal Kombat 9 is the best thing that they've made since, you know, uh, UMK and that, you know, we should give them credit for that that's I, I don't like that argument because that's like you know they've that's a that's a legit argument I, I don't like that argument because you know that's like saying we shouldn't compare this fighting game to other good fighting games because it should be compared to other good fighting games you i think you shouldn't compare mortal kombat 9 to previous mks I, that I, were not I know, good. I know what you're saying i get you yeah get that, you. what i'm saying is when you say that you know uh mortal kombat 9 is the best thing they've done in 10 years what you're saying is that i'm not going to compare them to the other shit that's good i'm going to compare them to all this shit that's bad and i don't think you should say that i think the game mortal kombat 9 in in when I talk shit about that game, people hate on me because they're like, oh, this guy's a dick. He doesn't want to play Mortal Kombat. But in a way, I'm supporting the game because what I'm doing is I'm putting Mortal Kombat 9 on a pedestal where all of the other great fighting games that nobody can argue are very popular and accepted as tournament games, I'm putting it on that level. And nobody else seems to, at least in the Mortal Kombat community. I get I get. I get what you're doing, but in my own defense, I dragged myself through the mud and the shit to play those other shitty games. That is very true. That is very true. <laughs> so I could, I, I'll tell you, I day one, I bought Deadly Alliance. Day one, I bought Deception. Day one, I bought Armageddon. Unfortunately, day one, I bought MKDC. You know, so I had to go through that and 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 witness all that nonsense. You didn't so, have to do yeah. it, man. <laughs> you didn't have to do it. <laughs> wow, Joe. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. I, I feel sorry for you. Bro. I'm somewhere in between <laughs> impressed and appalled. Like, in, I'm in the middle. You know, I, I, I'm impressed with your uh, your valor. And, uh, you know, I don't know, man. That's pretty rough, dude. But, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about the game a little bit. And let's let uh, what I want to talk about, one other important aspect to Mortal Kombat, which is very kind of new it's the next generation of fighting games is patching and hold on i gotta if, if you guys hear some noise i gotta spray my floor my floor smells what 
Don't worry about it. Just, just, just keep talking. <laughs> no, it's cool. Yes, what, what, a, do you, what do you mean you got to spray your floor? Well, I, I had a leak down here, man. I live in a basement, uh-huh. so uh, my the the fucking pipe was, was straight. <laughs> no wonder you guys don't have internet out there in Long Island. <laughs> that's why nobody wants to come over and hang out because my apartment's. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's not the competition that's Jesus the issue. Christ. Yeah, maybe maybe it's my apartment. Yeah. It smells like it smells like the sewer. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll talk yeah, to yeah. Art in the meantime. I'm totally not cutting that up, by the way. No, 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 dude, talk. I'm actually walking around. I got the laptop in my hand. Cool. I'm spraying Lysol on the floor. All right, <laughs> handle it, man. All right. So, Art, one thing I wanted to talk about is patching. And this is kind of a new trend in uh, fighting games. And it's kind of, I feel like it's not, this is very experimental it's in an experimental phase where the developers i feel like don't know how to do it right yet and i want to know what you think is the best way for a developer to try to patch the game because there are so many people that complain about a game that really are unqualified and then there's a lot of people who are qualified to complain about the game like the top level tournament players but those people are extremely biased and you almost can't trust them either because they compete and you don't you don't really know what to what to trust. So what do you think the best way for a developer to patch a fighting game is? Um, okay, well well like before I answer that question, I just want to give a, a brief disclaimer. You guys obviously know that I do play in tournaments and I do have a defensive mindset mm-hmm. when it comes to fighting games. So just keep that in mind before I answer. Well, I mean like as far as what you said, I feel that um I, I feel that the best way to um <coughs> Patch fighting games is either one of two things. One, you hire one. You hire like an an outside like consultant, like some known tournament player, like what yes. Namco does. Somebody right? that knows what they're doing. Yeah, right. ban them. Ban them from entering tournaments. You <laughs> pay them a year's salary, but they look out for the best interest of the game. Yes. I feel like that's one good way to do it. Now, like um, as far as the actual patches go, like um. The thing, I mean, obviously, it's very experimental, and the jury is still out, like, um, about, like, how people feel about the patches, because the game is still new, but I've noticed that, like, um, especially when it comes to the patches for MK9, I feel like they're, they're kind of, like, um, the patches are kind of a knee-jerk reaction, rather than solving the actual problem. They kind of, like, mask it. Yeah. And, like, um, I noticed, like, that's the, I noticed that that's been happening in a lot of recent fighting games i don't know maybe because it's cheaper they have deadlines or something but when stuff gets patched it's like they don't focus like on the core problem they only focus they only focus yeah. on the effect of the problem you know what i mean they're taking the word patch a little too literally yeah know, just patching it yeah i hear you mm-hmm. but but yeah, but yeah like i mean i would like to see like in the future like you know like a, a, a little bit more i mean not to say that like they're not thinking out like what they're doing when, when it comes to patches, but I would like to see like um a little bit more thought like um put into the patches. I mean, you know, like just don't have them like um so cheap for you. I mean, I mean, say for example, okay, like we obviously know that um Kung Lao's moves are good. They have massive frame advantage, whatnot. They push you back too far, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, like um the. I mean, the idea that they took behind it was to just like reduce the damage and leave the properties yeah, still, the same. He, yeah, but still, still good. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't make yeah. Any sense. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know. Not that I have a problem with Kung Lao being good. I mean, like that's perfectly fine. But right. 
that's just like an example of like them like you know not fixing the core problem and just reacting to the right. effect of it. Yeah. <laughs> I I definitely think games are patched way too quickly nowadays. I mean mm-hmm. that's that's my own take on it because you know I I feel like a lot of players today are spoiled by the fact that you can get a patch in a game. Right. As opposed to back in the day where, you know, for instance, uh, you know, let's say Marvel 2, you know, you were pretty much stuck with the way Marvel 2 played. If you didn't like it, you didn't play it. Yeah. And, like, same thing with uh, Third Strike. Even though there is an A and the B version in Third Strike with the unblockables, but everyone preferred the original game anyway. Right. Sorry I'm out of breath. <laughs> no, it's all right. Whew. Spraying the floor is tough, man. Yeah, man. I'm Mary Poppins in this bitch. <laughs> um yeah, but I, I do think games are passed way too quick now. I think, you know, just let the game rise. I also think that if they let the game sit for a while, you would find, uh, like, people would maybe figure things out with other characters. Like, for instance, I'm just going to use Marvel because I, I really thought about it with Marvel. Right. When Sentinel was, oh, my God, Sentinel's so good, and then they patched them. I was like, now, how do you know that? Maybe because that Sentinel's so good, like, everyone was dissecting how to beat Sentinel. We can do this. Wolverine can do that. That because they patched Sentinel, if they didn't patch him, they could have found out, like, maybe, how do you know, I don't know, fucking Shenko doesn't have some crazy shit against Sentinel that some Shenko player would have, you know, like, went in hard body and said, holy shit, yo, check this out. Look at what this bitch can do against Sentinel. You know, so I feel like because they patched it quick, they also kind of hurt, not hurt, but, you know, other characters would have had a chance to, you know, shine a little bit more because they could have figured something out, you know, like some shit like that. I don't know if that makes any sense to you guys, but I thought about that a lot. No, I, I agree with you. I think this is uh, one really interesting thing about patching that I think people don't realize is that if it's going to be a real patch, like something that goes through the QA testing of Sony and Microsoft, it takes at least 30 days. So the Marvel patch that nerfed Sentinel, it came about 30 days after the game came out, which means that they planned on nerfing him before the game was out. But in the case of Mortal Kombat, and and I agree with you in most cases that a game should be let to to kind of simmer and see how things pan out. The problem is that Evo is coming up. And if you think about Mortal Kombat version 1.0, how ridiculously crazy unplayable that game was, then, you know, it would... I I, I get you, I get you. I I get you in that case. Yeah, yeah. so uh, it's kind of like, I feel like NetherRealm Studios really put themselves in a bind by saying they're going to cater to uh, competitive players and then having all these issues in the game, and then they have to patch it. So it's kind of like they got some fire under their ass, they have to fix this game, but they don't know exactly how to fix it so that it's perfectly functioning in a a way that it's not just like a bootleg band-aid that's going to just fall off. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I, I do feel like, I, even though I do enjoy Mortal Kombat, like I do feel like it's being held like by a bunch of band aids. And I feel that what Joe says, like about patching, only applies when the game is fundamentally sound from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess you're right. Game yeah. isn't exactly fundamentally sound. <laughs> it's hard to so, keep in yeah. mind that there's no trading hits and there's no frame yeah. data. Yeah, that shit drives me up the wall, yeah, man. It's what crazy. Are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, How do you I do know. that? 
I know. Mm. I know. It's funny because we're all three of us are competitive players, and we have a competitive mind, and it's hard for us to even grasp that concept. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, the fact that that's not in the game, or like yeah. you guys didn't think it, I don't get it. I, I don't. Yeah, that's get crazy. It. Yeah, that's crazy. Very, Yo, very hard to believe. But um. But by, by the way, I'm going in on that Hagen Dazs bar right now. Handle it, dude. Hard, what what flavor shit, you got, dude? Oh god, it's so good. <laughs> that sounded gross. <laughs> Oh my god, fucking delicious. Alright. <laughs> Alright, good. Um, but <laughs> the thing that Art mentioned about hiring a player on and paying them salary and not allowing to, them to enter tournaments, I've talked about this before. The way Tekken... Uh, Jesus. The way Tekken um, uh, balances their game is they have a whole team. I'm not sure how many people, my guess is around 5 to 10, of players who, in previous Tekkens in Japan, were top-level, world-class players. And they just told these guys, yo, you can no longer enter in Tekken tournaments, you cannot compete, and we hire you. You're on the team. You're on the development team, we pay you salary, and fix our game. And these people, what they end up doing is, they care so much about the game, and they don't have to worry about themselves in tournaments. What ends up happening is very well-balanced games. So yeah, I agree. I think that's what needs to happen. It's the best way to do it, and I think it, the natural progression of the future of fighting games will end up this way because it's just it's so early now. I feel like people don't know how to patch games, but that's what will end up happening. It's the only logical way, in my eyes, at least. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I agree. I'd like to see that for the future. Like, I, I mean, I felt like in in MK9's case, like I felt like they did right by bringing tournament players on board. But they were still allowed to enter tournaments, yeah. so like, so, so it's kind of an oxymoron per se because because they have incentive to keep information to themselves. Now, I mean, I'm not trying to criticize Tom Brady or anything because obviously, like, he put out a lot of info day one, and he's still putting out info. So yeah. that's not the case. I'm not really talking about him per se, but exactly. you, but you get where I'm coming from. Absolutely, and you know, I think people are very quick to say, oh, you know, he's talking about Tom Brady. This is not about Tom Brady or Mortal Kombat per se. This is about fighting game philosophy from people who love fighting games this is a, just about how things should be done in any fighting game you know like people just jump to jump to conclusions oh man fucking this guy's talking shit about tom brady like dude chill out you know i'm making a i'm making a statement about how things should be in any game this has nothing to do with any player in particular but it's intelligent fighting game conversation over hagen dazs bars absolutely <laughs> absolutely and uh, lemon pledge Cleaning your floor, dude. I hear that. But <laughs> one of the last things I wanted to talk about with you guys is I want to talk about what you guys think, how you guys think the game has balanced out. Because the game came out and there was a lot of block infinites and a lot of things that made the game kind of unplayable. But as we said, it's been patched or band-aided together. And at this point, at least I know Art is uh, competing in it heavily. Like, you have some serious tournaments coming up, and I know you're playing at EVO. And, Joe, you said you're playing at EVO, too. Uh -huh. And I don't know what you guys think, uh, who you guys think is top tier, who you guys think is top five, and how do you feel about the balance of the game in general? I'll start with you, Art, because Joe seems to be eating an ice cream bar. I'm almost done. Okay. Okay, like, um... I mean, like, I'm pretty much gonna have the same stance that I've um that I pretty much had since since the game came out. Like, um, the more that I play the game and the more that I understand like um the the, the engine, the more that I realize that I really don't understand it because I, <laughs> because I think because here's the thing. <laughs> Go ahead. 
<laughs> yeah, I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy. No, but, but, you're, but, yeah, to, but you're, you're totally right. That's the funniest yeah. thing. I think everyone feels that way. I think feels that way. <laughs> Go ahead. But but yeah but yeah like I mean like as far as um as far as traveling for for Mortal Kombat I think like I'd have to say like um outside Michelangelo and Crazy Bone and a few other guys like um I probably tra I probably traveled in more like um more than anybody in the U S outside of anybody outside of the guys that I just mentioned and the guys that went to PDP so yeah I've had a chance to see like um I- I've had a chance to see like um what's up with multiple areas in the U S and. I feel that the game, I feel that while, like, we, we do kind of have an idea of, like, w- what characters are strong, I still feel like this game has at least a while before it plateaus because, because like we were saying before, like, earlier in the podcast, like, um, a lot of, um, there are very few players that are breaking down this game, like, yeah. bre- breaking it down, breaking it down, like, finding the really cheap, bullshit, broken stuff, exactly. like, um. I'm seeing a lot of it's like I'm seeing a lot of the new technology come from a lot of the same players. It's like you know every now and then Tom reveals what he knows, or like every week Rio comes up with some new technology, right? And and, and then he puts it like in a video or whatever. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's there are very few players who are actively trying to break it down and document like how things work. And then even and, and then even like when they figure out the broken shit, it's still like not clear as to how it works hundred percent. Yeah. Like I agree. um right now like there's a lot of discussion with Raiden's block infinite and like people are people are having like Wait, 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 Raiden's got a block infinite? Explain <laughs> according to Rio, yes. According to Rio. Explain it. Um basically like basically like from what I was reading, and it's like I and it's like I don't play Raiden, so like I didn't read it like hundred percent, but mm-hmm. basically like on on half the cast, like um, on, on half the cast, Raiden has like um, Raiden has like a block stun infinite if you block like his forward two more or less. Really? And it's like yeah, and it only works like um, it only works on half the cast. And Rio was saying that he's been testing it against humans and they cannot duck. Oh, but it's like, with his um, vicinity blast, right? Yeah, vicinity blast. Yeah. yeah. I heard about that too. Mm-hmm. But, but but yeah, but because this game has a shit trainer and yeah. people cannot play each other, like nobody knows if it legitimately works or not. So I still think there's a lot of stuff to be discovered in the game. Like I, I mean, like I, I thought it was figured out with the top tier kind of early, but as the game kind of progresses, it's like I'm starting to see that like that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, and I think that is a testament to when I say nobody is really playing this game, top players at, at least. It's. I mean, look at how fast Marvel vs. Capcom 3 developed. I mean, in a month, that game was already broken. And it was like everyone already knew what was good, who was good, and it's like it just developed so quickly. And Mortal Kombat, I feel like, is just crawling. I mean, how did people overlook how good Jax is? You know? I mean, how did that happen? You know? And, and, and Jax is like unbelievably solid player. Go ahead. I think because um, I think it's because people tend to bandwagon like um with streams like you know they see who's winning and they see the players that are winning and they don't try to deviate from that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's definitely true. But in other games, it seems like the masses are so plentiful that there will be people that try those characters out. But that didn't happen in Mortal Kombat. And the most unfortunate thing about this is that the game has been patched like four times already, and we don't even know who's good. I mean, the game is patched four times, and we don't even know what fucking characters are yeah. good. We have, nobody... we, 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 have somewhat of, we have somewhat of an idea, but we don't really know. Right. 
Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, I remember hearing that Jax was, like, the worst character, bottom tier. And I know for a fact that Jax is fucking hella good, dude. So mm-hmm. nobody knew about this. And the game was patched, like, three times. And nobody knew about this. That That is really not a good evolution of a fighting game, you know? So mm-hmm. that's a major problem in my eyes. And I, Like I said, like, um... I just think it's because I, I just think it's because like the, the Mortal Kombat scene as a whole is still new to competitive play, and yeah. they're, they're still developing like their players like from, from like the ground roots up. Like I, I mean, on that note, I want to give a shout out to uh, like t- Test Your Might and those guys on the Combat Network. Those guys, I mean, despite us, despite all our gripes and all our bitching, they're working really hard to get new players. That is true. That's something that I can respect totally. <laughs> I agree, hundred percent. Um, what about you, Joe? What do you think about the way the game has evolved in terms of balance? And how do you feel about certain characters being very good and certain characters being weak? I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Uh-huh. I, I'm i very confused on what's going on with this game after all the passion that it's got. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know who is who and what's what anymore. Really? In all honesty. I'll be okay. totally honest. Okay. Um, I the, the like I said, the last I was playing, it was, you know, Kung Lao was great and Cyrax was cheap. You know, yes. Yeah. I don't know That's, if things Cyrax things is have still changed. Cheap. No, he's, he's still, still he's still cheap. cheap. Yo, yeah. tell, still... tell me, tell me who's really cheap so I can l- learn how to use him for Evo. <laughs> the same character is still really cheap. I mean, Cyrax lost like his bomb trap, but like he has better combos now apparently. Yeah, he, he has <laughs> yeah. these uh, like seventy nine percent resets and shit that are pretty good. Yeah. Yo, Damn. That's what I'm saying, dude. This is the thing. You know, they keep, they put a Band-Aid over one thing, and then, boom, it yeah. pops out over here, you know? So, uh, I, I mean, feel like they can't fix the, the game with patches at this point, you know? No, they can't. I agree. Like, um, I, yeah, they can't. I do think, like, I do respect, uh, you know, the guys at NetherRealm showing their faces at tournament and stuff like that, and actually really, you know, like... They try, I guess, more or less, you know what I mean? Like, they want to know what's up with the game, and they've come out to tournaments to watch the game be played at, like, a high level. So, I mean, yeah. I, I do respect them, you know, the effort that they give towards the game when it comes to, you know, trying to, I you know, patch or bandit or whatever the hell it is that they're doing. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you know, it takes balls on their part. Um, yeah. And oh, there's gonna, still... Go ahead, what's up? Um, I'm going to give you guys a story right now. This Go ahead. is. Uh, I don't know. Who, I totally forgot who he is. I'm sure he's going to listen to this, and I'm sure I'm going to look like the biggest dick ever. So you want to make me look like a dick, Garris, like you wanted to? Here you go. Listen to the story right now. Okay. After <laughs> after, after PDP, we who was the gentleman who was commentating at PDP? Oh, the oh, oh, like Adam Hernandez. Adam Hernandez. Yeah. All right, now, who is Adam Hernandez? Um, like, he actually works for NetherRealm. NetherRealm employee. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why? <laughs> So we're all at the dinner table at the win. Uh-huh. Right? It's me. <laughs> no. It's it's me, uh, Justin, Marn, Flo, Gutex, Sherry, the uh who else was there from Netherrealm besides Ed Boone? There was Adam and there was another dude that was there. Has glasses on. Paulo Garcia? Oh, Paul Garcia, maybe? Yeah. I, I don't know, but he was at PDP. Uh-huh. So the two Netherrealm guys were sitting at the end of the table. So, you know, everyone's talking, we're eating or whatever, and me, being the dick, I go, yo, I'm so glad PDP's over, I never have to play this fucking game ever again. <laughs> and, and everybody looks at me and goes, huh, what? And I'm like, this game fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then, and then everyone just kind of like put their hand over their face, and they were like, 
no, it doesn't. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> man, you know, you, you make it look like, oh, I love you, Joe. I'm the nicest guy. You are a dick, man. <laughs> and I totally man. said that in front of the dudes at Netherrealm, man. I was like, fuck. And they, a, like, oh, and they were like, and they were like, oh no, <laughs> no, they were just I doing no. So after that, I was trying to trying to create like casual conversation, I'm like, yeah, guys. So uh, when you guys gonna uh, maybe you know fix some of the things in the game? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give it up on that one. <laughs> that was pretty good. You said Ed Boone was there too. No, Ed Boone was at PDP. But no, he, but he, at was, the he wasn't. At the, no, no, he wasn't. At, he, he wasn't. Oh, at the it was. Okay. It was two guys. Like the guy who was commentating was definitely there, uh-huh. and there was another guy. I. It, it was a white dude had glasses on. Yeah, I'm, I'm not t- like you know very familiar with their uh, team. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure, but I know two of them were there, and I definitely told them that their that their game sucks balls at the dinner table. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Well, okay. <laughs> So, you, I mean, is that how you felt at the time, or is that how you feel now? Uh, at the time? Uh. <laughs> oh, my God, Joe. Oh, man, no, I'll Joe exposed. One of the reasons I had you guys on the podcast was kind of like to do something for the Mortal Kombat community, man. You're not helping my cause here. No, sure I am, sure I am. I love the cause. I, okay. I respect the cause. No, no, no. I... I like I said, I'll say it again. I enjoy playing the game at a competitive level. You know, like I even though getting past all of its gripes and stuff like that, when you're playing with someone at, at like a high level, like a, you know, me and Art played for like two days straight. Right. I had a blast when Art was here and we were playing and awesome. stuff like that. Yeah, well, like I really did. But you know, I just I just can't get into it like that because of the things to me that seem like common sense that just yeah. aren't applied in the game. There are some. Very that's just that's just the only thing where I'm kind of like, come on, guys, like what's going on here? But, you know, when two good players can, you know, take the game for what it is and either use or abuse these tools, it, it becomes it becomes kind of fun. But like you said, to be a, a, a competitive game, how do you how do you have a competitive game when it doesn't have the elements? Yeah. Which every other competitive game under the sun kind of sort of has. I agree. And, you know, one thing that you reminded me right now that I want to mention is one thing that I really, really like about the game. And both of you guys said you really like the way the meter management works. And I agree. But one of the aspects of that that I really really like about the game is that the x-rays are not essential and I really love that about the game I I think that they did a super good job of making the x-rays exist and be viable but not be essential and I think that that is what supers should have been from the beginning from super turbo you know I I, I, yeah yeah you're right about that like I, I mean I really respect like all bullshit aside I really respect the fact that this game has no get out of jail free card. Yes, yeah, and, and, no and, and, and it's a new game. No comeback back. You gotta give credit where it's due, and I totally agree with that. I mean, you know, especially in the even Tekken, which I love and play all the time. Even Tekken has you know rage, and this game it does not have a comeback mechanic, and you know that's yes, really I, something to be said. I, I really like that a lot too, because you can't. I, I can't even explain to you how much I hate. Easy inputs and comeback mechanic. You have yeah. no idea well, how much I hate it. Let's not talk about easy inputs. Yeah, let's not. Let's not. I'm just... yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I've been an arcade stick player my whole life. I have hated on pad my whole life. And I play Mortal Kombat on pad because I feel like, what's the point of using an arcade stick, this is my opinion, when there is not one command that is even remotely difficult to do in the whole game. You know, I just, I don't even... 
I play on pad because I don't want to carry my arcade stick. That's why. <laughs> you know, it's just a waste of effort, you know. So as far as uh, easy inputs go, you know, let's not talk about that. But I really, really like the way the meter works. I like the way x-rays are not essential. And I think that if you go back in time and think about all the games that even all of us have loved, like Third Strike or Super Turbo or any of the other games out there that have had supers, if you could just imagine that those games would function without supers being essential it just seems like a good idea at least to me and this game does that so i really like that about this game i have to say but um one of the last things i want to ask I, I know you haven't been following lately art but uh i'm sorry um joe but art tell me what who you think the top five in the game are wait i'm really interested in hearing this tell me art i want to know too top five well i mean I mean, pretty much, like, pretty much my top five, my, my top five hasn't changed. I, I feel that if you want to ask somebody, like, um, you want to ask somebody, like, who's top five, I think I feel a better person would to, to ask would be Rio. Okay. Solely, so, solely because, like, every week, you know, at Valley Stream Montes, he's playing a different character yeah. at a high level every single week. <laughs> I think, like, I'm, I'm, I think, like, he's one of the few players that really knows the game in and out. But that being said, like, um, my top tier hasn't changed. I mean... Like in no order, I still think it's like I still think Kung Lao, Cabal, Raiden, Reptile, Cyrex are in there. But sure. like that's kind of but but then like but then like that's kind of generic. And then after that, it's like upper grabs. Like it's like Kano's good, Sub's still good. I mean, Ermac is good. There's a lot of car like I think at least half the cast is viable. Yeah, so Ermac Ermac is yeah. still good. Yeah, Ermac is still good. Yeah. Huh? Ermac is still solid. They just toned yeah. his damage, as far as I know, and they took uh, out, like, infinites and stuff. Very interesting. Well, it's uh, we're winding down here, and, you know, there's a tradition on this podcast, which I often forget to uphold, but I haven't forgotten today. Hey, uh, I already did mine. I already did mine. All right, so uh, you got to officially do it, though. You can't fucking weasel your way out of this. No, so, I already did mine. I know you did yours, but you got to answer the question. Who is a bitch? Fuck. Can I just look like a dick? I already look like a dick as it is. That's all right. <laughs> you gotta learn to not be afraid of looking like a dick, dude. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not afraid of being of, of looking like a dick at all. I, I totally. I totally look like a dick. Well, you're a nice <laughs> guy, though. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe, Joe, you're really a dick if you don't go to WCG this weekend. Are you going? I actually leave for Japan on Wednesday, my friend. No oh, shit. Oh wow, no shit. Good shit, man. Have fun. Yeah. Are you going <laughs> for a vacation? Uh, I'm going for two reasons. I'm going to finish work on my tattoo and to play AE till my eyeballs fall out. Wow. Well, I'm going to try to get it in. <laughs> yes. That's getting it. I'm getting it in. Evo. What's up? You're coming back for Evo? I leave Wednesday at 7.20. My flight is at a JFK. I land back in America the next Wednesday at 11.30. And that same day at 6 o'clock is my flight to Vegas. Wow, you're gonna so I'm coming wow. at Evo. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming so you're home. in the hyperbolic time chamber, huh? Yes, yes. I'm coming home to to do laundry and repack and go back to the airport. Very good. Well, you're gonna have a great time in Japan, I'm sure of that. But you still have to call someone a bitch. Damn. Don't Can Art go first? Yeah, he could go first. But all think right. hard. All right. I know you don't like somebody. All right, Art. Who's a, who's a bitch? <laughs> Art, call someone a bitch. Yo, Spooky, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> you know you got Evo. You're still a bitch. <laughs> Hold that shit. <laughs> Hold that shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. That wasn't that. You didn't give Joe that much time. So, <laughs> Joe, are you ready, or does Art need to call someone else a bitch? 
No, Art only has to say one. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> uh, You're telling me you like everybody? You know who's a bitch? My girlfriend's a bitch sometimes. Jeez. <laughs> that might be the most legendary bitch calling that anyone's ever done on the podcast. Damn. So, sometimes, yo, I almost, I am, I wanted to throw her at the window the other night. <laughs> at, at my window. All right. Well, I don't, I don't really know her, but, but I guess. Uh, Joe's a bitch sometimes, but no, no, I, I, I oh, shit, I'm gonna get in so much trouble for that. <laughs> I'm not editing it out. <laughs> she's never gonna hear this. Don't worry about it. Oh, she'll hear it. Oh right, wow. Uh, <laughs> no, she's a, she's a, she's a very pleasant girl. She just got got on my nerves one night out of the whole time I've known her for like three years. Okay. But she got on my nerves for one night, so that's not that bad. I got to like, come on. All right. Well, you but, you. Uh, but that one night, that one night, she was a bitch. All right, you pulled through. I didn't think you would make it. I didn't think you'd actually call someone a bitch, but you pulled through. And I'm very impressed with the uh, NetherRealm Studios dinner story. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah me too. I enjoyed that so much. Thanks. That's <laughs> an epic shit, bro. Definitely. <laughs> well, um, it's come down to the end of the podcast. I really appreciate you guys coming on. I uh, respect the two of you, like. Through the roof, you guys are legends in my eyes, and I can't wait to hang out with you guys at Evo, and uh, yes. it's gonna be so yes. much fun, dude. That's, that's gonna yes. be hype. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, man. Aris, thanks for having me on your podcast, man. It's yeah, like dude. it's like it's like you know that um, Team Spooky like always supports avoiding the puddle, man, and we blow you up when we can. So I, I very so, much appreciate yeah. that, man. I'm a big so, fan myself too. Mm-hmm. So for, so for me to be on your podcast is an honor, and. I just want to say like um one more thing like um I, I just want to give a special shout out to um to to 995 Phil and, and Shock and Storm Shock. from Testermite be, because, be, because if it wasn't for those guys because Phil and Shock have personally asked me for years to play Mortal Kombat years <laughs> yeah. yeah like at least yeah. 3 or 4 yeah. years plus and you know like like me me playing Mortal Kombat as hard as I have is kind of like you know me, me fulfilling my promise to them. So interesting. Yeah. Very good. No, those guys really hold it down okay. for the community, and they are definitely an asset. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to say MK Eris is definitely. You know, mm-hmm. I met you through MK9, man. Definitely. So that's I true. mean, that's something you know I can always remember and share. But I do want to shout those guys out also. All those dudes. You know, you got Phil Shock, the granddaddy of MK. Doc Shock. Rob. Yeah, Dark Rob, Dark Rob, all those guys, all you know, everyone. You got Storms, Phil, Summoning, Nit, who I remember playing when I was like two years old playing MK. I was <laughs> playing Nit. Um, and, yo, you, definitely Ares, Arturo, you know, all these cats, you know. The scene in general, man, I love the scene. So happy to be a part of the scene, dude. You have no idea. I don't take this shit for granted, you know, like not at all. I'm so happy to be here. Most certainly, most certainly. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys coming on again. And uh, everyone listening, you got to remember that it's not going to happen with just one player. You know, there is no single player that's going to save Mortal Kombat. It's going to have to be everyone at the same time working together. And uh, if you really love the game, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are trying hard. So, you know. Maybe you should go to a tournament every now and then. Maybe you should uh, stop. You know, we didn't even talk about fucking online at all. I can't even believe that wow. people exist <laughs> that fucking consider online legitimate. I can't even believe that exists. Like, there's people out there that say, oh, no, I just play online. That doesn't even... It's like... That means you don't really play. That's yeah, Exactly. You, you don't, don't really play. play. You don't play Mortal Kombat. It means you don't really you just play. play online. You don't play uh, any fighting game if you yeah. just play online. So, Sorry, guys. <laughs> got me all riled up. 
<laughs> Sorry to tell you, it's true. You yeah, really it is. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot to talk about that. But anyway, so that we'll leave that for another day. Uh, again, I really appreciate you guys coming on, and good luck at whatever tournaments you guys are going to. I know Art, you're going to a bunch, and uh, Joe, have a safe flight to Japan, and we'll Thank see both you, you guys. We'll see both you guys at Evo, man. Of, of yeah, course, yeah. yeah. See you, see you soon, Aris. Definitely. Take it easy, guys. Later, homie. Take care, brother. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate everyone listening in. This was kind of a unique non-Tekken episode, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay tuned on AvoidingThePuddle.com, and you guys can all go fuck yourselves. Peace.